Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right, we are back here. Harry beat me? Who knows? Is this going to work? I don't know. I wanted to do this test. Our Tim is here, though. Oh, there are. Look at this. There are people. There are people here. So Maria from Argentina says she is going to listen to this English lesson while she cleans. I do the same thing all the time. And the great thing about YouTube now is I think you can even put this lesson, if you're watching on your phone, you can even have this lesson like in the corner of your phone and you can still like type messages to people. You can still do email. So perfect. Lots of English listening for this lesson. And this isn't so much of a lesson. This is going to be just you ask me questions and I will do my best to answer them. And those questions can be about anything. Cecilia is here. Erroni. He made it. Watch out for Erroni. Brent, are you streaming in the shed? No. I'm streaming in my basement, which I don't think I can share. Let me see. I'll take a picture and share. the. I had to move to the opposite side of the room. Let's see. This probably won't work, but um, can you see that? Like on the other side of the room, there's a toilet. There are shower doors. I'm in my basement. I'm still in my recording room but I turned the other way because I don't know. I don't know if you can see it there, but like the, the walls all cut and um, yeah, I'll show, I'll take another picture here. It's, it's pretty bad. All right. That, that is, I just took that picture. Let's see here. Make that bigger. That's as big as I can make it. Um, right there, like everything has just been cut. That's my son's room right there. Unfortunately, he's sleeping upstairs. So yeah, because of the flood, everything had to get cut. The doors had to be taken down. Yeah, not fun. So luckily my house is big enough there. All four of us are living upstairs now. Um, next weekend, my son goes off to school. So he's going to a uh, school in Connecticut. So Artem is wondering how is life in America? Well, Artem, I believe you live in Ukraine, right? So if I am going to complain about life right now, it really wouldn't make sense, Right. Life for me is fine. Life in the United States, I think, is overall pretty good. I know that other people around the world have it way worse. 
So I need to say life in the United States is good. It's good. It's good. Freddie Wolf made it. Fafa, hope you're doing well. Leticia from Brazil is here. Welcome. All right, Artem, can you play chess? Mm, I know the rules of chess. I know how to play chess, but I'm not very good. I like this game so much. The very interesting game for developing your mind and strategic skills. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah, I think chess is very good. You have to be very strategic. Great word there. You have to be very strategic. You have to know what move you are going to do like five minutes into the future. Yeah. So, but I don't, my son and I have played chess, but yeah, I'm not good. I'm not good at all. All right. Um, Sergey. Yeah. Ask me questions about my life. Sure. I will answer them. Um, but also if you have questions about anything in English, I will do my best to answer those too. Sergey, are you going on any trips in the near future? No, I don't think so. I'm going to be quite busy with school starting up. So my wife and my son are actually in New York right now for hockey. My daughter and I stayed here. So I don't think any trips in the near future. In October, I will be traveling about 500 miles to see my son at school. But I think I'm staying pretty close to home for the next couple months. Yeah, Cecilia, yeah. It's, she says she's so sorry about the basement. Yeah, it's not fun. But like I said, you know, other people have it worse. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. Williams. Here, present from, I was worried at first. I'm like, oh no, do I know that flag? But I do. It's Argentina. And Williams and Cecilia and Maria are here from Argentina. What about table tennis? No, I am bad at table tennis. You will hear the term table tennis in English, but you'll also hear ping pong, which is fun to say. So table tennis is definitely the more formal way that we say ping pong. You will hear both. I think table tennis is probably played at the Olympics. Ping pong is played in somebody's basement. All right, let's see what's what's going on here. Dan's English lessons. Brent, again, I am pretty much ashamed of the fact that it has literally been a bulk of time since I've last been here. I still pretty much appreciate the fact that even though I'm kind of confined, hey, life gets busy, Dan. Life gets busy. In fact, I will probably have a lesson out later this week talking about how crazy September is going to be for me. So, uh, yeah, life gets busy. 
So the good thing about these lessons is that they are available anytime, day or night, when you have time, maybe next year. They will still be available. Brent, did you see Larry's season 12 is coming up soon? So Maria is talking about Curb Your Enthusiasm. I believe you haven't watched the complete series though. No, but I did see on your Instagram. I do follow Maria on Instagram. Maria has been a channel member for a couple years. So we go back and forth. She's actually been on the channel before. I think, or the other channel I know, my other channel. Um, So we have spoken and I do follow her on Instagram And I saw on one of your stories, Curb, your enthusiasm is coming back. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. Huge Seinfeld fan. I just never got into Curb, your enthusiasm. I never got into it. That's a term you can use if maybe you tried watching a show or you tried listening to some music but it wasn't your cup of tea. We don't say cup of tea as often as, ah, I just, I just was never into it. I never got into it. Hope that helps. (laughs) Folks who like winter and all that snow stuff. Yeah. Anybody in the chat that likes winter and snow stuff, let us know. I'm a summer guy. Somebody's up. I hope it's my daughter. I hear somebody walking upstairs. I was alone. No, I'm not. I hope it's not an intruder. Oh no. What should I do? I'm going to text my daughter. Hey, is that you? Oh no. I'm scared. Not really. I'm pretty sure it's my daughter. I live in a safe town. If you saw the video I did at a college not too far from my house. They had the shed door wide open. Lots of sounds like somebody's washing their hands. Would an intruder wash their hands before they came in to steal things? Probably not. Let's just, let's just make sure. I just, I just texted my daughter. Are you here? If she says no, this lesson is ending and I I need to grab a weapon or something. Do you think this is a door handle? This probably wouldn't work very well as a weapon. So hopefully she said yes. Okay. The lesson can continue. I'm just kidding. I was pretty sure it was her. So, all right. What's the, uh, Tim, what's the difference between strategic and strategical? I can't get it. Please help. Um, there's no difference. Um, strategic is the adjective. So you would use it to describe like nouns. Strategical would describe a verb. Like you would have to like um, see how I'll try to use it with chess. It's just strategical is just the adverb. So you're going to use it to describe, um, okay. So if I said, Ooh, that move, 
That was a strategic move. Move there is a noun. But I could say, ooh, you move that chess piece in a strategical way. That's really advanced English, I'm sure. But the move was strategical. I'm sorry. The move was strategic. You did it in a strategical way. Hope that helps. There's no difference though. There's no difference. Oh, Fafa. Is the coronavirus over in America? Well, right now it is. Um, I think a friend of mine actually did. I mean, no. People are still getting sick. Uh, my friend actually got pretty sick for like a week, but then he got better. So summer, I mean, all around the world, Summer is a good time not to be sick. We're outside a lot. You know, our windows are open. But I have a feeling this fall and this winter, people are still going to get sick. But I'll use some advanced English here for the advanced learners. Hopefully our immunity has been built up against the virus. So people will still get sick but then they will get better much more quickly. Well, I love winter. Definitely I live in the wrong country, but luckily I think Brazil is going to start. Oh no, sorry. You just had winter. Now it's going to get hot, right? Everywhere in Brazil, hot. December is hot for you. I think I heard the term that only about, is it 10% of the world's population lives in the Southern hemisphere, like Brazil, Argentina. But if you look like it's very small in China, India, United States, Russia, above the equator where we are getting ready for winter, there are more people that live above the equator. You have you have Australia, you have parts of South America, you have parts of Africa, but I think most people live above the equator, right? Oh man, Dan's English lessons. What you think about the vigorous and vicious monkeypox? I had a lesson. I actually have like I don't think I can share it. I made a thumbnail because like, oh, I should definitely do a lesson on monkeypox. Where's my thumbnail? But um, I don't know, for whatever reason, I didn't do it. Okay, I think I can pull it up. Yeah, let's see, can I pull it up? Come on, I'll show you on my phone here. Well, maybe this is it, but yeah, just my picture. Maybe I would make a, a YouTube face, you know, got the monkey there. I was, I was going to do it, but yeah, I mean, I mean, just be safe. You know, I think, um, you know, there's one way that you can get monkey pox for the most part, be safe when you do that one thing. This is a family show, so I'm not going to talk too much about it, but 
All right. December. Yeah. December is very hot there. Williams in Argentina, tired of winter and fall. Yeah. I'm, uh, I look forward to fall where I live. The leaves turn color. So it's very nice here. But winter, February here is just a time when I am done with winter. Let's go summer. And unfortunately, where I live, summer doesn't start until about May, like the end of May. So, well, Emmanuel, it sounds like you are living in the best place if you like hot weather. Here in Rio, we have the best weather. If you saw, I did make an English lesson, I think, last week. And I said, if I could visit any place in the world, it would be Brazil. And then I changed my mind. I said, oh, Italy. And then Iran, I would love to visit there. Pakistan. And then all these other countries like, oh, too many countries. Too many countries, right? Indonesia. I Tomorrow, tomorrow, I do have a live lesson about Indonesia because we're going to talk a little bit about Komodo dragons. And I think the only place in the world where you can find Komodo dragons is where Harry's from, Indonesia, right? You're from Indonesia, I think, right? Hope I'm not wrong. I believe so. Right, Williams. Tired of winter. I read that already, didn't I? All right, Aroni. Fall's not so bad. It's winter. Was that? I've oh yes, Artem. A lesson about board games. I did. Let me write that down right now. I will text that to myself. That has been one I've wanted to do board games in English. Okay. Writing that down. A lot different from a perfect Harry. Good. I thought so. Um, board. So we got board games there but we don't want to be bored. We play board games. So if something isn't exciting, you can be bored and they are, you know, they sound the same, but they are pronounced differently. Come on, welcome. The most important question ever. All right, let me let me take a real quick drink here because this looks like a hard question. Hard question. If this lesson is helping your English improve, don't forget to tap that like button and share it with a friend who's learning English. Yeah, please uh, share that with a friend. We are very close, very close to 10,000. I don't think we are there yet. 10,000 subscribers. Let me check. I don't think we're there quite yet. We're close. We're like within one or two subscribers. Yeah, not quite there yet. 
but we might hit 10,000 subscribers today. So maybe share this channel with a friend who is learning English. They might be the 10,000th subscriber. It's not easy, is it? 10,000th. It's a hard word to say. 10,000th subscriber. I'm on. What's the difference between endurance, stamina, fatigue? So endurance and stamina, I'm almost thinking we can use those interchangeably. So if you have a lot of endurance, Maria's in the chat right now. Oh no, I can't say it right because we were talking about something in Discord. Okay, never mind. I won't say it. Um, but let's say some people liked Maria. If you're still here, let us know what you might want to do next next year. I want to say. Okay. Um, but for you to work out for two hours, if you're going to work out for two hours, you would have to have a lot of endurance. You would have to have a lot of stamina. That is like strength over a long period of time. Fatigue is another way to say that you get tired. Okay, if you're fatiguing, if you are fatigued, that means you're really tired. So I'm going to start teaching this week. After not teaching in a classroom for like two months. So I know I am going to need a lot of stamina and endurance to get through this first week. And then by Friday, probably by Wednesday, I will certainly be fatigued. Fatigued, very fancy way to say tired. Hope that helps. Hope that helps. Thank you. Future 10,000 subscribers. It's coming soon. Not there yet, though. Not there yet. Thank you, though. Dan's English lessons. What's up? Mexico stuff. Speaking of which, do you still see people crossing over something, Brent? I'm better that there's not a problem. Oh, with immigration. Yeah, that's one thing, Dan. I don't, I live in the northern part of the country and I don't really watch the news that much. Every time I watch the news, I get really depressed. So I thought, you know, I'm just going to stop watching the news. So I don't know. I don't know if there's a lot of people crossing the border. I live close to the Canadian border. I could drive to the Canadian border in about two hours. So I don't know. I don't know. Omega likes the background music. Thanks. I do have background music here too. I can play. A couple different ones. But sometimes the background music can be a little um a little distracting if I have it too. If this lesson is like helping this. your English yeah, improve, don't about forget now. to tap that like button and share it with a friend who's learning English. I like that guy's voice too. All right, let's look at uh, some other questions here. 
if there are any questions. Oh, Dan, I mean, uh, what's a means to fix it? We got to do it in a legal way. So yeah, I don't, I'm glad that I am not an elected official um, because I don't know the answer to that. One thing I do know is that in the United States, there are a lot of businesses looking for people to work. Um, I do know that at my wife's school, there are a lot of students who come in not knowing English. So it can be really tough for them. So I don't know. I don't know the answer. However, the students that are coming into my wife's school, all legally, and they are mostly from the country of Andorra. And or no, no, sorry, Angola, Angola. And they speak Portuguese. So anybody living in uh, Brazil, hey, we might need some translators because a lot of students, a lot of their parents, families are coming from Angola and Angola is a Portuguese speaking country. I don't know. Dan, Dan says he's addicted to the news. Oof. Hey, now that is for sure. I've mentioned it on this channel before. If you can understand the news in English, you are a really good English learner. Because, and tomorrow, there will be a lesson on this channel live. We are going to read a news article about Komodo dragons. But the news is written at a pretty high level in the United States. And it's a really good way to become better at English is to read the news, but it can be tough. It can be really difficult, but if you can do it, Dan, keep doing it. Keep doing it. Oh, Artem, what is your ideal vacation? Do you like traveling? Okay. The problem with me and my wife, her ideal vacation is to sit on a beach with a good book, maybe at night, go to a nice restaurant. My ideal vacation is to walk around the city, visiting different historic places, visiting different uh, restaurants. Hey, I like to eat. So I'm all about the eating, uh, which is why my wife and I would like to visit Brazil, maybe Rio. You got the beach. You got a lot of landmarks, historical things. So uh, my vacation is, is traveling while I'm on vacation. Find a place in a country. Try to visit as many cities. I don't know. What, what's, your, what's your ideal vacation? Let us know in the chat. You have a free airline ticket to any place in the world, where are you going? Are you going to the United States? Maybe you're learning English. You're listening to an American guy speak English.
Mahmoud. Very glad you're here though. Hey, it's a busy time of year. It's a busy time of year. The summer is ending for a lot of people trying to get those last vacation days in maybe before it turns cold. Unless you live in Brazil and Argentina, of course, you're getting ready for the, uh, the wind, the, for the summer. Um, Oh no, I'm on. I, I don't even know how to say that. Cuyahuga Falls. Cuyahuga Falls. I don't know that place. Cuyahuga Falls. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. In Ohio. So it's a, it's a little ways away from me. I used that term in a recent English lesson. It's a little ways away from me. But we can take a look. I mean, it looks beautiful. Let's see some images here. I mean, yeah. I would love to visit there. Um, but Ohio is probably a 12 to 14 hour drive away from me. But I mean, it looks beautiful. I've never been there. And I can't pronounce it. But it looks great. See, what is this? What is this? Do I consider myself oh, a stickler person? Okay, let's talk about that. If someone is a stickler, it means they follow the rules. So I'll just take myself as a teacher and I will say, no, I'm not a stickler. I'm not a stickler. So when you hear stickler, think of someone who sticks to the rules. So for teaching, my students are 13 and 14 years old. I have to be flexible. A flexible person is the opposite of a stickler. Flexible. I know 13 and 14-year-olds have a rough life. I don't know how you felt when you were 13 and 14, but it's always uncomfortable. So... I do have rules in my classroom. Like when I'm speaking, you're not. That's one of the big rules in my class. But, um, you know, always be kind. No, you know what? In my classroom, like you don't even need to be kind. Just don't be mean. 
don't be mean. Um, so for certain rules, I am a stickler. I don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable in my class. So, but no, I'm not like some, some teachers, if they're a stickler, they might say, you can't put your head down on your desk in class. But I know 13 and 14 year olds are growing. They're tired a lot. Maybe one day in class, they have their head on their desk. Maybe they fell asleep in class. I'm not a stickler for that. If they fall asleep every day, well, then I'm going to have to call home and talk with the parents. Hey, did you know your son and daughter like pretty much sleeps all day in class? I mean, they're not bothering anybody else's education. So if a teacher is a stickler, they might always be waking that person up and fighting with them. So no, probably not a stickler about a lot of things. I'm pretty, I try to be pretty easygoing. And hopefully that's a new, uh, new term for you. Best teacher, Bob. Thank you. My name's Brent though. Bob, the Canadian might be the best English teacher. Um, this is a good question, Mahmoud. What's the noise that we call it that a donkey makes? What's the noise that a donkey makes? I don't know if we have that. Hmm. So in the United States, we have a song called Old MacDonald Had a Farm. So Old MacDonald Had a Farm, E-I-E-I-O. How's it go? But I mean, the in the song, there's like old McDonald had a farm, and on that farm he had a duck. And the duck goes quack, quack, quack. The cow goes moo moo moo. The horse goes nay, nay, nay. But a donkey, a donkey is never in that song because I don't think we have a word. Pig, oink, duck, quack, cow, moo, bird might chirp, donkey, hee-haw, hee-haw. I don't know. I don't think we have a name for it. Eon. I don't know how to spell it. Just, I guess, eon. Eon. Does that sound like a donkey? Mahmood, I'm not sure. I don't know. How often do you do these live streams? Mahmood wants to know. I try to do them once a week. Saturday mornings, 9 a.m. New York time. All right, your move, Brent, now. Are you going to make a lesson about the news? So tomorrow on this channel, we will be talking about some news about Komodo dragons. I think a couple weeks ago, I did a lesson about a 500-pound cow made of butter. So sometimes we do read news articles. But yeah, I think it's important. Yeah. Your move. You might hear that term when you're playing a board game too. All right, your move. You need to go. Yeah. But Dan used it perfectly. He mentioned the news thing, 
Now it's my move to make a lesson about the news. Oh, good. Well, Mahmood, if my classes are like Bob the Canadian, that's a good thing. Because I think Bob the Canadian, I think he's the best teacher, probably. One of the best on YouTube, if not the best. He's good. Very good. Mata, what does intended mean? Ah, thank you for my uh, my 10,000 subscribers. Thank you very much. Let's talk about intended. Are we at 10,000 yet? No, we lost a subscriber. Somebody left. Maybe they didn't like what I said about uh, donkeys going eon. Somebody left. Now we're not at 10,000, not even, not close. I think we're three, two or three away from 10,000. Um, intended. You might hear, ooh, I meant to do that. I was supposed to do that. You had good intentions. That's something you might hear. Like, ooh, I intended to go to the store today, but I forgot. So you wanted to do something. You had good intentions. That's the noun. But for some reason, you didn't do it. You either forgot Maybe there was too much snow. I intended to go to the store today, but uh, my car wouldn't start. So it's very formal, but it means you wanted to do something and you weren't able to do it. Hope that helps. All right, the word uh, homophone. Homophone. I think there's a misspelling there. I think it's H-O-M-O-F-O-N-E, but homophones, okay, so in English, a lot of times when you hear or see phone in English, think sound. You see phone in English, think sound, and when you see homo in English, school students would be laughing right now, um, think same. So literally, homophones are words that sound alike. Now, the problem is they're spelled differently and they have different meanings. But I did talk about a pair of homophones earlier. And that is board and board. So the spelling is important here. That right there is that those are a that is a pair of homophones right there. Board, like oh, this is not a board, but like if this piece of wood was larger, we would probably call this a board. Big piece of wood is a board, and then board means not interesting. And I hope you don't think this is a. Uh, a boring lesson. I hope you don't get bored while watching it, but uh, that subscriber who just left, but we just get two more subscribers. So they, they must not be bored. We, we might be at 10,000. It could, it could change. Um, subscribers come and go all the time, but um, nope, still, still not there yet. I mean, we might need one more to be at 10,000. So, um, not 10,000 yet. 
So can I share that? We're at 9998. I probably could share it. Um, let's see. Because this is just a casual lesson, right? Let's see. Yeah, that's it. See, so we're we're not quite there yet. We might lose some. We might lose some subscribers. Oops, we might lose some. We might gain some. I don't know. I it, hopefully it will happen today, but who knows? Oh, this is so many good English tips here, right? So many good English tips. Reading articles out loud. Reading articles out loud. The face muscles hurt, especially in my mouth. Oh, why do I think this is so? Oh, can you please, what is your, is it, are you from Tajikistan? I think you might be from Tajikistan. So whatever language you speak, like I've been learning Italian for the last three years. Um, when you are speaking there are certain sounds that your language, your native language, you will use all the time. And there are likely different sounds, different forms you need to use with your mouth when you speak that language out loud. Um, so oh, Uzbekistan, I'm sorry, Uzbekistan. All right, Uzbekistan. So the Uzbek language I'm sure has very different sounds from English. So it's a good thing you're working on saying those words out loud, but by the end of it, your mouth will probably feel a little funny. But if you um, ever work out at the gym, it's the same thing. The first couple times you do it, first couple weeks, I don't know, you do it, your mouth is going to be sore, but as you do it over time, your mouth, your tongue will get used to it. Yeah, I think that's um, very common. Very common. Nice job, though. Reading out loud. Yeah, and then some people record themselves and they listen to it back. A, a good thing to do is you can read an article out loud stop, go back the next day, listen to your own voice reading it. So that way you might have forgotten exactly what the article was about. You might not remember everything. And it can be a good way for your listening comprehension to improve, which is what I am hoping is happening to your English listening comprehension right now. You're listening to a native English speaker speak more or less correctly every sentence. I probably mess up sometimes, but oh yeah, Emmanuel. I have a dream to watch you and Bob together in a lesson. I think he's been on this channel twice that I can think of two times. But yeah, that would be fun. Uh, we had we had a plan to meet up 
um, on the Canadian American border last summer, I think it was, but plans fell through. Didn't happen. This, this summer was a mess. We didn't have any plans to meet this summer. My summer was pretty crazy. All right. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, what do we call the thing that is uh, in your ear right now or on my head? What am I wearing over my ears right now? Yeah, these are headphones. Yep, we could call these headphones. Um, those little things that you stick in your ears. You could probably call them headphones, but most people would call them earbuds. Earbuds. So if they're those little things that you stick in your ear, you might have wireless earbuds. If they're made by Apple, they're called AirPods in English. Maybe AirPods all over. No. Air, oop, I forgot the O. AirPods. 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 That's it. AirPods. What? Argentina. Hilton, though. Hilton is Hilton's not from Argentina. Ecuador? Are you from Ecuador? Oh, Mahmoud. A million subscribers. Oof. I would love that. Um, something tells me we are going to uh, have to wait a long time for that. Oh, somebody's birthday. Somebody's birthday today. Happy birthday. Whoa. Hilton. Happy birthday. 48. I will be 47 in a few months. So we are very close to the same age. All right, Mahmoud, have you ever visited Mauritania? No, I haven't. Um, oh, Mahmoud, Mahmoud, I know you from uh, Instagram. No, I have never visited Mauritania. But there are some very famous YouTubers who have um, bald and bankrupt. I do know a little bit about Mauritania from his channel. And I believe there is a really long desert train you can take overnight, like 18 hours, right? Crazy through the desert. It gets really cold. I like traveling. I would not want to do that, though. It looks very cold. It looks very cold. No, wouldn't like to do that. Oh, very nice, Williams. Love languages, learned a lot of English, Portuguese, and a little Italian all by myself. Hey, I think thanks to YouTube, you might not need any classes. You can watch YouTube English teachers. You can watch Netflix in English or whatever language. Yeah, we are living in a really good time to learn languages on your own or by yourself. So Williams, nice job. My favorite 
my favorite genre of music. It's a hard one to say, right? Genre. Genre of music, um, probably be rock. Dad rock. If you've seen any of my videos, you might know that I wear dad shoes. There's also something called dad rock. And that is uh, bands like that were popular in the 90s and are still playing music. Dad rock. Bands like Dave Matthews Band, Fish, Weezer, Green Day. That might be uh, dad rock right there. I like dad rock. Cecilia, learning Russian. Miazavut Brent. Miazavut Brent. Kaktila. Kaktila, Cecilia. I wish I knew more Russian. I studied like a little bit of Russian. I would love to learn it one day. But, oh, I don't, I don't want to say my birthday. Yeah, I don't want to say my birthday. But it's um, towards the end of the year. Like November. It's around Halloween. November, December. Somewhere there. Oh, Brazil. Hilton's from Brazil. Okay. I'm sorry. Brazil. Yes, you're welcome. Earbuds, earbuds, sorry, earbuds and AirPods. Earbuds, AirPods. All right, Emilio, am I a teacher at an elementary school or high school? What subject do you teach? So I'm a teacher at a middle school. So in the United States, we have elementary school. So those grades are probably kindergarten to fifth grade, we call it. Those students are about five to 11 years old. Then we have something called middle school. That is usually sixth grade to eighth grade. Those students are usually 12 to 14 years old. That's where I teach. I teach eighth grade this year. We have high school. So grades nine to 12, ages 14 or 15 to 18 or so. Yeah, I teach English to native English students, and my students are 13 or 14 years old. Yeah, hope that helps. Bodegs is here. What is going on? Yes, so I finished the live lesson on shopping, and that is still available. And then after, this is just questions and answers. Could be about that lesson on shopping or it could be anything. So I am doing another one tomorrow. Yes, mode. I'm really milking the vacation. Yeah. So tomorrow's lesson is going to be about Komodo dragons in Indonesia. And um, I do. I start back to work on Monday for real. I did have to go in one day this week for a teacher's workshop on Thursday. Modags is a member. So maybe he saw the members video that came out yesterday. I did explain quite a bit about that. So he probably knows. He probably knows. All right, Mahmood, what should I do if I didn't understand a new word? Should I use Google Translate? 
Google translation, is it going to help? So I don't think there is a, a right answer for this one, Mahmoud. I think it depends on you. So I guess, oh, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Look at this book. Huh? I have this book, Cecilia. Russian for foreigners. Yelena channel member. She sent me this book. Yeah. Russian for foreigners. So, um, what should you do if you don't know a new word? Okay. So the more English you learn, what is going to happen is if you're reading or listening to a new word and you don't understand it, the more, you know, the more you can use context to help you figure out that word. Let's take reading. It's usually the easiest. You're re not the easiest to do, but the easiest to explain this. Okay. Listening, it's a little harder. But with reading, let's say you're reading a word. Let's say you're reading a page and you come to a word you don't know, but you know the other five or six words around that word. Using the context you could figure out maybe what that word means and then you can keep on going. So the more words you know in English, the more you will be able to use the context. So if you, in my opinion, if you kind of know what that word means, I would continue reading if it's not that important, if it doesn't really affect the story that much. Because if you stop and look the word up, you might waste time doing it. You probably won't remember that word anyways. You might have to see that word four, five, six, seven more times. But it might be a really cool looking word. You just might really want to know what the word is. So take those couple seconds, look the word up. A lot of times when I'm reading on my phone, you can, oh, my wife just texted me. Um, you can just hold down the word and the definition will pop up. That takes what, a half a second. It does stop your reading. So it just depends. It just depends on the word. It depends on you. I think the best thing to do is try not to look that word up if you know the rest of the words, because you could read 10 or 12 more words, you know, you would stall, it would stall you, it would stop you, but excuse me. Yeah. But it's up to you. There's no wrong answer. There really isn't a wrong answer. Whoa, gosh, South Korea. It's really late. It's really late. Yeah. And I've been live streaming for almost two hours. So Hopefully this helps. Almost done here. Yes. Milking, milking um, vacation. Mahmoud, yeah, live. There are only 30 people watching now. Maybe they were bored. There were 50. Maybe, maybe I'm boring. We, we might go down to another 34 now. I don't know. 
I don't know. But uh, I've been going, going for a long, long time. So read this. How does it sound? Oh, oh. Williams, what are you doing? Okay, let me let me read this. I don't have my glasses. I'm going to try to pronounce these five words correctly. Okay, two of them are the same, right? I'm do, I'm going to do it slowly because I don't think I can do it quickly. So our, that's or, or, <laughs> our, or. So the two hours, O-U-R, and it's pronounced the same as if it had an H in front of it. Okay. So our, if it didn't have the H, it's pronounced the same way. And then those other words are all pronounced the same. It's or. I can't find that. Um, All right. This person, oh, how it's okay, Mahmoud. Um, I am 46 years old. All right. I can't find that, but I hope that helps. I hope that helps. Or it was basically our and or in three different ways we spell or. Renata, hello from Brazil. I have a question. Mooch off somebody, sponge off somebody. Do they mean the same thing? Yep means you're taking advantage of that person. Probably let's talk about just money. Um, but if you're mooching off somebody or if you're sponging off somebody, it means you're taking their money. You're pretending to be their friend, but you're not giving them anything back. So let's say a friend of mine um, lost their house. And I said, Hey, you know what? I feel bad for you. You know, why don't you stay with me for a week till you're back on your feet? It's a term we might use. Hey, stay with me for a week till you're back on your feet till you can find another place to live. You can live here. But let's say that week turns into a month and they're not leaving and they're eating my food and they're using my electricity. They're costing me money. They would be mooching off me or they would be sponging off me. So mooch, I think we use more. Mooch. Hopefully that's not bad. Hopefully that's not going to get me canceled. We say that all the time. Oh yeah, we talked about this yesterday, right? Monty Python, Holy Grail. Like there's spam a lot. There's the life of Brian. No, I've never gotten into Monty Python. I, I'm sure I would love the humor. It is British humor. So I'm not sure if all Americans like British humor. It's a little different, but uh, I do. I need to watch them at some point. Uh, there are some very famous lines from those movies. I think one is, uh, he's, oh, it's a mere flesh wound. Doesn't he say that? It's a mere flesh wound. And he like literally doesn't have an arm and blood is blurting all over the place. <sighs> a flesh wound means it's not bad at all. 
but I think the man lost an arm. It's way worse than a flesh wound, I think. All right, I do need to get going. I think uh, I am not going to get all the questions. All right, Mahmood, what is members? So members pay a little extra money each month and they might get uh, gold members get a uh, volley, the volley space where we can actually talk to each other on video. So there's the volley. I see Cecilia in there. Sometimes Audie is in there. Sometimes Anya is there sometimes. Um, and then the silver members, there's the discord. So there are more silver members, but you can chat in the discord. We talk about our favorite foods, books we're reading, music we're listening to. And then there's bronze members and um, they get all the extra videos. They get their name in green here. They get little books next to their name. Yeah. So um, it does cost a little extra money though. But you get a little extra in return. Children are children. Teaching English in a class is a really tough job. Yes, it is. I know that for sure. How do you discipline your students? How do you punish your students? What methods do you use? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm lucky. Um, I've been teaching for a long time, so it's hard for students to take advantage of me. I feel that when I'm in class teaching, because I've been doing it for so long, Students just kind of know this guy knows what he's talking about. I can't take advantage of him. He's not going to take it. Um, so I think a lot of it starts with like building relationships with students pretty early on. Um, the first day of school, I have this questionnaire. I ask them questions. What's your favorite candy bar? What music do you listen to? What shows do you watch? What sports do you play? What hobbies do you have? And so I try to get to know the students, try to make some kind of connection with them early on. That is very important. If you're going to be teaching, the students need to know that you care. You need to know a little bit about them. So if you can start building those relationships early on, you are going to have fewer problems with discipline. Um, we talked earlier about sticklers. You know, if you follow the rules all the time. So um, it's really hard. I think teaching is an art in the classroom. It's hard to say what works for me and what works for somebody else. Um, now I could kick students out, send them to the principal principal would take care of the discipline, but I think it's been 10 years, maybe more since I've had to kick some student out of class. And I don't even think I ever told them to leave. I think they just left. So yeah, all kinds of things, but luckily I don't have to, I don't have many problems with discipline at least like after the month of September, once we've gotten to know each other, they're like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to disappoint this guy. I don't want to make his life tough and I don't want to make their life tough. So 
Um, incredible. That's how you would pronounce that. Incredible. All right. Okay, I have to watch the movie. I will. I will watch that movie at some point. All right. Can I mooch a pen? Really? I don't know if we would say that. I probably say, hey, can I borrow a pen? I'd probably just say that. Hey, can I borrow your pen for a second? Actually, I had to do that during our um, teacher workshop. We had lunch and I went back to my classroom. I dropped all of my stuff off. I dropped my laptop. I dropped my paper, my pens. And then I went back to the meeting. I brought my laptop. I forgot to grab a pen. So I had to borrow a pen off the guy I teach science with. Hey, can I borrow that for a second? That's what I said. So I had to write something down quickly and then I gave it back. All right. I hope you have been, thank you. Thank you, Cecilia. Cecilia's always so nice. Thank you so much. So I hope this was helpful. I hope this was helpful. I see all these questions. I want to answer them, especially Williams, channel member. I got to take care of the channel members throughout. Hey, I did that. I did a, I did an English lesson on throughout. It is hard throughout. Brent, what time do you eat in the U.S.? Do you eat at 6 p.m.? I probably eat earlier than that because I wake up early when I go to school. So I probably eat breakfast at 5 a.m. I probably eat lunch at 11 a.m. And then I usually eat dinner 4.30 or 5 p.m., I think. Hey, thank you, Renata. Thank you. Hope you grow on YouTube. It would be nice. Thank you. All right. I must go. Hang on, Freddie. Oh, yeah. Oh, so Freddie, hang on, hang on. Let's stop here. So Freddie, if you are a gold, if you are a gold member, so it's it's a smaller group. I think there were like 14 or 15 gold members, very small group. Um, if you are a gold member, check the members tab. There is a volley link invite there. We'd love to have you join us. I know me, Audie, Cecilia, and Anya are on there a lot. Olga is sometimes there. Um, there are way more members than um, people who chat on there, but it's fun. I've gotten to see uh, what happens in volley stays in volley. I can't, I must not. First rule of volley, don't talk about volley. Okay. All right. I hope everyone has a good rest of the day. Like one more here. My mood. What's the difference? Smartphone, cell phone. No real difference. Yeah. No real difference now. Emilio, thank you. I'm going to need some inspiration to tackle the upcoming school year. Yeah. I talked about it in a member's video yesterday. Could be a rough one. Could be a rough one. Let's see. Um, see, just a check on the, t- no, 10,000. We are not 
at 10,000. Maybe today, hopefully later today. Hey, thank you so much. Hour. We've been going longer than an hour. So I hope you all have a good rest of the Saturday or maybe you're getting ready to go to sleep. If you're in Indonesia or Thailand, anywhere out there, Japan, Noriko probably has gone to sleep. But uh, I'll see you tomorrow if you want. Adios, amigos.